Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thought. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. It looks to me like the House is going to be on this until Christmas. Then it comes over to the Senate. It displaces all other business. The Chief Justice of the United States is in the chair. Senators are not allowed to speak. They have to sit there and listen. And I'm not sure how long it will go on. It looks to me like the House is determined uh, to impeach the president. I can't imagine a scenario under which President Trump would be removed from office with 67 votes in the Senate. There you go. That's all you need to know right there. That's the guy that handles everything, Mitch McConnell. He cannot imagine in any way, shape, or form at this point in time that Trump will be removed from office. You can't do it. Can't imagine it. What's that mean? It means it's not going to happen. You're not getting 67 senators to vote to get rid of him. Just isn't going to happen at this moment in time. We can sit here and argue, was it right? Was it wrong? Did he do anything? Both sides seem to benefit today from, from it, right? All the stuff that's going on. Tomorrow's their last big chance to have this opportunity to say to the world, look at this. Gordon Sunland is the guy that has the key to everything. But the reality is, is... Nothing right now is changing opinions. Impeachment hearings, in the same way the Democrats hope the Mueller hearings would do something, they want to change public opinion. They want to change opinion on the Hill. And I didn't see anything today that's going to change anybody's opinion. Nope. Nobody's opinion. Nobody's opinion is being changed. I'm pretty independent. I could look and say there's a lot here I don't like. And the reality is on the face of it, it's pretty ugly. But does it rise to the level of, if they didn't get their aid, and they did start an investigation, I would say, yeah, there's a good chance you've got to look into doing this. But at this point in time, when you've got too many people saying, well, we didn't really know if it was or wasn't, and I didn't think it was at the time, and, and I didn't speak to people uh, that, that felt like it was. And, you know, they've all been pretty consistent in what they said behind closed doors. Because remember, not all of them work together. It's not like they're all sitting in an office putting this coup together. No, and it's none of that. But the reality is, while on the surface, it feels kind of ugh. A lot like, you know, remember Hillary, right? Like they came out, they announced they were doing another thing. On the surface, it felt pretty yucky. It looked like it. But the reality is, at the end of the day, they decided not to do anything. Is the Senate going to move? I doubt it. On the Hill, you're trying to change Republican minds. Uh, make some Republicans nervous about about voting against impeachment. Make some senators nervous about how this is going to affect them politically. I didn't see anything that happened today that's going to make any Republicans nervous. Nope, they're not. And they're going to fight, and they're going to continue to do what they do, and they're going to continue to sling arrows at each other, which is what's going on. Adam Schiff does what Adam Schiff does, right? And then you've got the other ones out there, like Devin Nunez, who says what Devin Nunez says, because today was just about grandstanding. It's obvious the Democrats are trying to topple the president solely because they despise him, because they've promised since election day to impeach him, and because they're afraid he will win re-election next year. Is that a possibility? Absolutely it is. I'd say at this point in time, they don't have a clear front runner. Does it mean that they won't? But... 
while it may be unacceptable, the phone calls, why, you know, or, or as they've interpreted, there's too much interpretation. Everything seemed to kind of go the way it was supposed to go as far as a lot of people are concerned. They got their money, right? Hey, why isn't the president here? Why, why isn't the president of Ukraine here? I mean, come on. I'm waiting for Adam Schiff to call in. We're going to subpoena him. What happens at that point in time? Well, we're not going to do that. The reality is, is there's other things that we should be looking at doing in this country at this moment in time that isn't getting done, because I talk to Congress people, senators throughout the week, and they all say the same thing. This sucks the oxygen out of the room, even though they're working on other things. This sucks the oxygen out of the room. We're going to be talking about this throughout the night, plus tomorrow night. Here's something else that's going on. Tomorrow night, they've got a debate. And guess what, kids? Not a lot of people are paying attention to that because this is front and center. Raindrops are falling on my head. Look at you, Cran. And just like the guy's feet are too. Can't beat these good classics. That's right, the classics. This is BJ Thomas right there. It's a great song. For me, I was a little young, but it was in a great movie way back in the day. Right? You guys about it was a cowboy movie. You guys wouldn't even understand. Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. It's a great song, though. We have rain. We have lots of rain. Three days of rain. Got pretty beautiful today, as far as I was concerned. Because I'm looking out, and it was kind of cloudy. Then it started to get darker, and the rain came, and then everybody started crashing into each other. Because that's what we do. Right? So you mean to tell me the monsoon season starts now? Now. Yeah. Because Becky lied to us for how long? It's coming. And we're like, it ain't coming, Becky. You're lying. It's coming. You're lying. No, no, no. So now we've got three days of this. And so does California, by the way, which is, here's what happens in California that we don't get the way that they do out there, which made me laugh, is <laughs> they get mudslides. So you've had all these fires. Then what ends up happening is the rains are going to pound down on places that have burned down, and then it's going to get ugly, and then they're going to have mudslides. We don't have that. That's the beauty of being here. We don't have that. And some areas you might have a little bit. But we're going to have rain next three days. I love it. I love it. To me, this is when you finally feel the effect of it's kind of almost winter. It is. You know, it's kill- it's cooling down. Like today, I was pants, but still flip-flops, because that's how I roll, right? Tomorrow, I might be shorts and tennis shoes. Today, pants and flip-flops. When are you going to rock the tank top with the weather? <sighs> it's probably, that's like deep winter, like end of winter, more like April. <laughs> I love it though. I was talking to my producer my, for my national shows out in uh, DC. It's like it snowed over the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sucks. I was outside because it was 80. Because that's how we roll here in our winter. So while you make fun of us because how hot it is in like August and September, and like, well, it's only. Remember, you have humidity that we don't have, and secondly, and most importantly, the other nine months out of the year, your weather kind of sucks. It's November, and I was at the Donut Festival over the weekend. There so. you go. There you go. Win-win. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Uber may follow in the footsteps of, uh, oh, that lift thingy-mabobber going on at the airport. We're going to touch on that. A lot of stuff still to get to. More of this. Chick-fil-A saying, eh, and what's the best album of this decade? People have voted. We'll talk about that. It's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. This is my vision. It is fabulous. Fabulous. (laughs) 
One day after we saw Lyft's two-week-old letter to the city saying it will stop serving the airport next year if the $4 fee for pickups and drop-offs remains in place, today Arizona's Morning News asked Councilman Sal DeCicio if Uber plans to do the same. They're also thinking about this as well. And I asked city staff to put that in the letter. They didn't want to. They wanted to come and personally brief us on that. But that did come out of one of the meetings that they had that Uber actually said that they would pull out as well. DeCicio says he hopes his fellow council members will reconsider their decision prior to their December 18th meeting. Yeah. They want the money, right? Like, that's just it. They want the money. Well, what about this? What about that? Here's the reality. So now you're going to make it what? You're gonna, you, so if, if Uber doesn't go there, if Lyft isn't going to go there, I don't think people realize the ramifications. Of this, and I'll tell you why. I remember when Austin decided, essentially, Uber and Lyft decided they were pulling out of Austin because of the battle of the airports and all of that stuff and, and the battle with the unions uh, the, and the cabbie unions, that you saw a lot of people that were coming there for conventions say well we're going to move it somewhere else because we feel like we're being you know essentially taken advantage of this has a a a, a bigger ramifications and i'm always concerned about what exactly goes on with the money that you're going to collect i think everybody should should want to know what potentially is going to take place but how would you feel if uber and lyft say we're not going to go there it's just not going to happen we're not taking there we're not going to go there because that's going to and you don't want to pay more and you're stuck with what you could drive yourself yeah, you could. I've parked there. It's a little expensive. Or you park up five miles away and have to slog, which I've also done. And trust me, it seems cool at first. Then you get home late on a Friday night, and you're like, I got to walk two miles, and I forgot where I parked. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Still going on. They're just still just talking away. There's Adam Schiff just talking and talking and talking. But has anybody actually won today? Because that's what this is about, right? Like somebody's going to get something over on somebody. And based on that, that's the way it's going to go in the world of politics and whether or not he stays or goes, the president. Ambassador Volker dismissed the idea that uh, Vice President Biden would be involved in anything corrupt. On the other hand, he also said he saw no evidence on President Trump's part of any bribery or extortion, which is something Democrats have been pushing. He also said he did not see any investigations of Vice President Biden as a precondition for a White House meeting. So, you know, it's, it's, look, you're going to twist it how you want to twist it, but much like art in this day and age, kind of everything's subjective. It's second and third hand. I've got something from somebody. And you also, you're, you're taking somebody's word. And you may not know all that's going on behind the scenes. You think you know. So you're trying to put together this, this puzzle. But at the end of the day, it is so very subjective, all of this. Because even though you've got a lot where you can look and say that feels ugly, that feels nasty, that feels horrible, and yet at the same time, I could also look at it and say, I understand why you don't believe some of this stuff happened, because there isn't the body. And that's a big thing, right? I was talking to somebody the other day who who thinks Trump's totally guilty. I said, did you think that those 30,000 emails had disappeared? Do you think there was anything on there? They're like, nope. I'm like, really? See? You think you're rational and everybody else is irrational and vice versa. Very subjective. You go into an art gallery, you look up and you see this giant white canvas and there's a red dot there and somebody's like, that is this and that is that. And it's the it's the openness of the world and the sun coming up and somebody says, that's the flag of Japan. Subjective. And that's a lot of what is doing. And how can you sell that to the people? Check out the Instagram as well. 
at Chad Benson Show Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. I'm looking outside in the Chad uh, Doppler 5000. Looks a little drizzly out there. Winter is here. Don't worry, though, because I'm going to run in between the drops to get to my car later. Whoop, 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 whoop. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me, love, hate, whatever it is. I got you. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. In hindsight, I now understand that others saw the idea of investigating possible corruption involving the Ukrainian company Burisma as equivalent to investigating former President, Vice President Biden. I saw them as very different, the former being appropriate and unremarkable, the latter being unacceptable. In retrospect, I should have seen that connection differently, and had I done so, I would have raised my own objections. Kurt Volker there, the Volker. What have we learned today? Uh, not a lot. The reality is, is not a lot's changed. Uh, we talked about it earlier. We'll touch on it over and over again throughout the evening. But tomorrow, Gordon Sunland will be the one who has direct contact with the president and was and and other things that went on there that is their last gasp if you will to get america to force potentially the democrats and republicans to come together even though the republicans don't want to to try to remove this president so their last sales job opportunity is tomorrow today was just one of those days where you're like me haven't really learned a ton it's not like it changed the world. Uh, the reality is, is if you believe he was guilty before this, you still believe it. If you believed he was innocent, you're not even paying any attention to it because you think it's all fake news. That's that's pretty much about it. 323-538-2425. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I'm not a conspiracy theorist kind of cat. But I will say this. this is, when this happened... It, it it raised some alarms, and now today there are more alarms being raised. Tova Noel and Michael Thomas were on duty at MCC Manhattan August 10th when Jeffrey Epstein died of suicide. They were required to perform repeated counts of the prisoners under their watch, but instead, for about eight hours, federal prosecutors said they sat at their desk, browsed the Internet, and moved around a common area. They're charged with falsifying records to show they did their job, when in fact prosecutors said they did not. When Noel and Thomas eventually made their rounds at about 6.30 a.m., they discovered the body of Epstein, who had been held on sex trafficking charges. Yeah, it's very interesting. The whole thing is very interesting. And people today were asking serious questions about what was going on there because, and this has been my thing, is it a conspiracy where the Clintons or the Crown had him killed? I do not. But could I believe that... Somebody within his sphere of influence, maybe his brother or other people, got to somebody inside of there and made a deal, essentially, to allow him to take his own life. Is that possible? That is, to me, possible. Do you uh, concur with the, the opinion that it was a suicide? That was the finding of the coroner, sir. Okay. Do you have any evidence to suggest otherwise? I do not. That right there is Lindsey Graham talking to a doctor, Dr. Hawk Sawyer, about that. 
Then they asked her something very interesting about the videos, because they're videos. Got to be videos, right? I don't know about this case, because I was not allowed to see any of the cameras after it occurred, sir. Why is that? Because the inspector general and the FBI's office are the ones investigating. Ooh, and they took them. What? Yeah. Again, do am I these? This is the conspiracy that I can get behind in a way where I can look and say, "All right, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe the Clintons didn't have him killed." All right, I'm not going to buy it. But maybe the conspiracy is that somebody else helped, quote unquote, pull the trigger, if you will, in this scenario by allowing him to off himself. Right. The cameras weren't on. These were, you know, people that were temps. There's somebody gets to somebody and says, hey, uh, I'll give you 50 grand if you turn uh, turn a blind eye to some and you're a struggling person who's working two jobs to pay for your first job kind of scenario. It, it, could I buy into that? That I could be because money's very influential and he had a ton of it. And as we all know. Right. Justice isn't fair. And the real thing that matters in the world of justice isn't black or white, but green. And if you got green, you can make things happen. 323-538-2423. At Chad Menton Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Oh, my Lord. Chick-fil-A, what have you done? It was just a few months ago when Texas Governor Greg Abbott surrounded himself with Chick-fil-A cups as he signed the Chick-fil-A bill. The Save Chick-fil-A legislation that I'm about to sign is a victory for religious freedom in Texas. Now the governor is breaking up with a Georgia-based chicken chain after it said it would no longer donate to groups like the Salvation Army. The issue gained national attention when the San Antonio City Council explicitly banned the brand from the airport. Abbott tweeted he'll now be getting dinner from San Antonio barbecue chain Bill Miller Barbecue, whose owners have been outed by San Antonio Congressman Joaquin Castro as a donor to the Trump campaign. Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, here's, here's the way I look at something like Chick-fil-A is, did you give in? Possibly. Or possibly you did what so many CEOs are doing and saying, I'm going to try to get as far away from anything that's controversial whatsoever. Uh, Do I think it's crappy? Yes, I think in a lot of ways it is crappy that we live in this world where people want other people to be tolerant about certain things, but they don't want to be tolerant about your belief or religion because they think, well, you know, uh, you you believe that marriage between a man and a woman. And uh, if I'm them. I'm staying out of anything that has to do with anything. I'm saying, look, you know what? The giving we're going to do from now on is going to be this kind of giving. We're going to set up our own nonprofit and we're going to decide we're not going to give it to other companies. We're going to control it all. Meaning if we're going to do something with the homeless, it's going to be a Chick-fil-A situation where it comes from Chick-fil-A and the charity arm of Chick-fil-A. That way you stay out of it. You can control everything else. By the way, this doesn't appease people. Now they're rabid. They feel like, oh, we can go after you now. We can get a little bit more. Because once you give in, they will come for more. I saw it yesterday. You've pissed off your supporters. And now the other side of it is they're like, well, this isn't going to last. So we can't give up. You can't win for lose whatsoever. Right? You're losing out on a lot by pissing off your own supporters. Because you're hoping you're going to gain some sort of opportunity to be in certain places that may or may not help your revenue. But you've already got that situation where they're cancel culturing you and no amount of you saying, please forgive me or we want to stay away from these kind of things is going to fix that. All you did was kind of piss off your base. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You could tweet at us. And part of these because that hasn't changed who you are. You still are that Christian organization that closes on Sunday. You still believe the things that you believe. That hasn't changed just because you want to stay out of the giving to organizations like that evil Salvation Army. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show's Twitter. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Chad Benson loves lemonade. No wonder his show is two parts tart to one part sweet. Time for a refill. Cheers. Hello. From Adele to Bruno Mars, Taylor Swift and Jay-Z, Billboard's list of the best albums of the decade is packed with big names, but only one sits at the top. No one means to have all that Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy from 2010 is number one. The list chosen by Billboard staff. Kanye has three albums in the top 100. I got hot sauce in my bag. Beyonce's Lemonade sits in second. Frank Ocean's Channel Orange in third. Taylor Swift's Red and Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly round out the top five. Oh, Kanye, right? Doing what Kanye does. He's an interesting character. So that's the best album of the decade. Can you believe the decade? That's It's flown by that fast. I mean, it's just, that is insane how fast it has flown by. Think about, like, for me, I look back and go, wow, this last decade has been amazing, incredible. It has, but, it, it, you know, it's had its ups and downs like anybody, but it is just, just how fast it's gone and excited to see where the future goes, right? And that's, this is a great story right here. It's a, a perfect example of, well, you never know what's going to happen in the future. This is a lady. She's 103 years old. And she's got absolutely the best outlook on life. And and she has a personal trainer, too. You've got to have something to look forward to. That is the secret. Pull these down. If this doesn't get you into the gym, nothing will. Ruth Kunzen always looks forward to her workout at the YMCA in Quincy. Oh, I love to come here. I like it because not only do you do exercise, but you meet people. Ruth was born in 1916. That makes her 103. 103. But I love what she said there, which is you got to have something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. A lot of people don't. They can't see tomorrow, right? They're living, I'm living in the moment or whatever it is. But I, I think that she really looks forward to it. And if you look at her, right, she doesn't look 103. She looks like she's 80, but she doesn't look like when you see some people who are like 105 or whatever, you're like, ooh. No, she doesn't, you know, so they're like Sharpays. Not her. Not her at all. And by the way, 103? I wonder when she got her her private health fitness personal trainer person. Before coming to the Y, she was a swimmer who took gold in the Senior Olympics. Now she works with personal trainer Dick Raymond. She approached me about 10 years ago when she was 93 years old. And he pushes you so that you're sore. If you're not sore, it didn't do any good. She's healthier because of the exercise, but it's also the social aspect that works for her. Because I think it helps you to stay alive. I really do. And by the time you're through, you're ready to go to bed. I go home and I take I just love that. And I love the fact that she's out there and she's like, she, it sounds like she wants to live. Like some people get to the point where it's like, I just want to go. You look at her and you see this and you're like, yeah, she thinks she's, she's got something to live for still. And she's like really working out 
And it makes me laugh because I know there are people out there that, you're not, you're not doing that. She's 103 and she's doing it. You're like, I'd do it, but I don't know if I'd do You know, it's like, Chad, come on. She's 103. Yeah. You've seen some people where you know if they go work out, you're like, they ain't working out for a month. They're like, I'm going to work out. This is the day. And then they go and do it. And they do it way too hard. And then they don't move for like three days. <laughs> Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. This is South Dakota, and apparently they've got a problem in South Dakota. I'm on meth. What? I'm on meth. I'm on it too. So am I. So am I. I'm on meth. Meth is not someone else's problem. It's everyone in South Dakota's problem. And we need everyone to get on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it, too. A lot of people are on meth, apparently. Beaker was on meth. Can we all agree with that? A little bit, right? Working in a lab? Come on. You know it. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. Not trying to be mean to Beaker, right? I got nothing against Beaker. I'm just saying. But it's just so weird. So it's got like everybody who's on meth, and they had about 3,900 arrests last year, in or 3,600 in South Dakota, and they had uh, 13 deaths because of meth. It's just a very odd, like, and they spent a half a million dollars just in buying ads. I'm like, I didn't know it was that big of a problem in South Dakota. Yeah, it's a big problem. It is. I posted something earlier with Beaker, and then somebody's like, oh, you think that's funny? I'm like, yeah, actually, I do think it's funny. Get over yourself. Stop taking things. Too many people die of opioids? We're not talking about opioids. We're talking about meth. Right? We're talking about meth. Get o- Stop taking yourself so seriously. Stop doing it. So many people out there take themselves way too serious. Stop doing it. What do you know about drug addiction? I don't know. My dad died of a drug overdose. He was an absolute mess, as much as I love him. I grew up in and around drugs like you couldn't believe. I made a choice not to do it. And if I find something funny, get over yourself. My God, people are so serious. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.